Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Thursdays wherever you may be across this great country or in this great land. Uh, I am trying to uh, hope anyway right off the top here that we're not going to get knocked out at some point by storms. I had to go pick up my kids. They got out of school early. There's dangers for tornadoes in the area. Fingers crossed nothing ends up happening all over the mid-state of Tennessee region where I live or anywhere else for uh, for that matter. Uh, right off the top here. Look at me right in my eyes. Deep into my eyes because I have free money for you. New users. $5 bet. A $5 bet pays out at 30-1 to 1 on any team to win in the Sweet 16 beginning on Saturday. A $5 bet pays out at 30 to 1. That means you get back $150. You can take Gonzaga who is around a 13.5 or 14 point favorite this weekend and you will get back. They're playing Creighton by the way. You will get back $150 if for instance the Zags win. You can take anybody. You could take Arkansas against Oral Roberts. Those are the biggest favorites therefore theoretically the best bet. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay that's fanduel.com slash clay a $30 bet turns into $150. All right, we got a lot to dive into. Let's start off with this. I don't know how many of you saw Megan Rapinoe at the White House. She finally went to the White House U.S. women's soccer team player uh, Megan Rapinoe. Uh, She refused to go to the White House when Donald Trump was there even though he invited her after the U.S. women's team won uh, the World Cup back in I think it was like 2018 if I remember correctly. Uh, But she got there and she argued that female athletes deserve equal pay for with male athletes and it's like nobody was willing to push back and say wait a minute supply and demand matters and the reason why male athletes make more money than female athletes is because even if they do the same job more people care to watch male athletes play than they do female athletes because they're better. And so I think that has to kind of factor in on some level here the amount of interest in a sport dictates how much you get paid. And I use this as an example sometimes. I do the same job basically as Howard Stern. I'm on the radio in the morning talking. We are both morning radio show hosts. He makes a lot more money than I do. And by the way, I make a lot more money than most people who do local radio morning sports talk radio because my audience is bigger. Your audience dictates how much you get paid in all facets of life. The person who makes the art house film that might be seen by a small crowd gets paid typically a lot less than the people who are your blockbuster headline actors and actresses that are bringing a large audience to watch them in a film. And it's like nobody in sports media will actually push back against ridiculous arguments like these. Now, equal pay for equal work does exist in most of America. If you are a teacher and you start work the same year as another teacher whether you are male or female your salary is the same. If you are a worker who is in a federal job your salary is the same. It's not determined in any way 
by your sex. When I graduated from law school all lawyers started at the same salary there was no difference in terms of men and women starting salaries. But over time lawyers make different salaries because some lawyers are better than others. Some work more hours than others. All of those things factor in in the professions that I have had and this idea that athletes because they have the same job look the U.S. women's soccer team got beaten a few years ago by the average under 15 year old boys in Dallas, Texas. The best collection of 15 year old boy soccer players in Dallas, Texas 15 years and younger was better than the U.S. women's soccer team. The fastest woman in the history of the world in 2018 was beaten by over 300 high school boys in the 400 meter. In general I can't believe I have to say this male athletes are bigger, stronger, and faster than female athletes and typically consumers are going to support male athletes because they want to see people who are the best compete at something. And do you know who the number one supporters by the way of female athletics are? Men. By and large men are who watch women compete because in general men like sports more than women. So look Megan Rapinoe is entitled to whatever she can make in the marketplace which is predicated on how many people are actually interested in watching her. By and large Christian Pulisic if we want to say that he is the best male soccer player is worth far more than the best female soccer player. And many of the issues with compensation come not from the United States where women are treated very equally but in the world there is much more interest in the men's World Cup around the world than there is in the women's World Cup. And that money eventually flows to players This is just an illogical argument. I heard almost no one in sports media take issue with it or discuss it in any way probably because they are afraid of being called sexist when they cite basic economic data. The more people who are interested in watching you do anything the more money you make period. And far more people are interested in watching men's athletics than in watching women's athletics. And by the way I've said this before Far from criticizing the United States did you know if you look at the Women's World Cup bracket you can basically pick the winner of every match just by assessing where women have more rights? People sometimes talk about hey how come women's soccer in the United States is better than men's soccer? It's because unlike many countries around the world women are actually free here. And so women are actually succeeding in the United States women's soccer not only because they're talented but because women are not free anywhere else around the world. And this is my thing. If you're Megan Rapinoe instead of ripping the United States of America how about asking other countries to match the United States of America's standards? There are some countries that won't let women wear shorts to play soccer. They insist that women cover their entire bodies and basically be playing in a burqa. They hardly won't let women even watch soccer. Why not use your success on the world stage 
to ask everybody else to lift up to the American standard as opposed to making farcical, absurd, and illegitimate uh, arguments against the United States of America. Something worth factoring in. Uh, We got a good article up today on OutKick. We have a lot of good articles every single day but Dr. David Chow wrote an interesting piece uh, about Deshaun Watson. Dr. Chow used to be the team physician of at the time the San Diego Chargers and he has worked with the team uh, for years and years. And he said something interesting which we kind of hinted at on the show. He said he'd never seen a pro athlete ever have as many different people giving him massages as Deshaun Watson did. And this is an important and significant factor as you try to analyze truth versus fiction as it pertains to uh, Deshaun Watson and the 16 some odd women who have accused him of sexual assault so far. Um, He was getting all these massages from random women that he was picking on Instagram. And the defense that he's going to trot out there is well I'm a pro athlete I've got all sorts of issues that need to be addressed my shoulders, my glutes, my thighs my my calves whatever it is. But if you're really treating your body like what it is the vessel that allows you to dominate on the field wouldn't you do the same thing with masseuses that you do with personal trainers? Once you find one that you like in athletics they will stick with the same guy or girl who trains them for years or decades because those trainers know your body as well as you do and know how to get the most out of your body without also making you not able to perform at a high level. The evidence would suggest that what Deshaun Watson was looking for was sexual fulfillment from his massages which is why he was going online and getting on Instagram and finding random women that he wanted to massage him based on what they looked like. And then he was getting in a room alone with them and according to Tony Busby many of these women were being pressured into signing non-disclosure agreements. Non-disclosure agreements? That's what people have been going after all these men in Me Too who have sought after actual non-disclosure agreements to keep what they have done from ever being revealed. Just look at the pattern of behavior here if you're trying to figure out who's telling the truth and ask yourself this Why was Deshaun Watson selecting all these different women and asking them to give him massages and showing up nude and allegedly putting pressure on them to sexually fulfill him? He was using the idea that he was an athlete as a cover potentially to do this one-on-one he said versus she said and then if there were any problems that emerged during the massage he was asking people to sign NDAs. This according to Tony Busby the plaintiff's attorney for the other women is I think an incredible indictment of Deshaun Watson's uh, potential uh, potential potential innocence here. Uh, Right now we have got a really fun battle for the wokest that is going on on OutKick. Joe Kenzie did a fantastic job putting together a battle for the wokest in sports media. We have got a collection of 16 of the wokest people in the world of sports and we are going to crown the wokest among them. I will give you the list if I can find it quickly here of all of the people in our woke battle. You guys have absolutely loved this 
We are voting on the Sweet 16. We will soon be moving on to uh, the Elite Eight. It is the Woke All-Star Challenge. This is our first ever and here are the nominees as we scroll through. In the toxic masculinity region we have as a one seed Dan Woken a four seed Nicole Auerbach also in the toxic masculinity region a three seed Mark Jones going up against Christine Brennan in the non-binary region we have uh, number one Pat Forty going up against number four Peter King Uh, three seed Dominique Foxworth is taking on number two seed Darren aka Karen Ravel. Uh, And then we have in the Me Too region Keith Olbermann against Jalen Rose the one versus the four. Uh, Mike Florio is the three versus Maria Taylor. And finally in the Gaslight region we have the number one seed Jamel Hill number four seed Adrian Wojnarowski number three seed Max Kellerman number two seed Dan Levitard. My prediction here don't want to artificially influence the results. You can go vote on this yourself. My prediction in the final four I think it's going to be Dan Wolken versus Darren Ravel, and then I think it's going to be Keith Olbermann versus Jamel Hill and then I think what is going to end up being our final battle is I think we are headed for Darren Ravel against Jamel Hill for the title of wokest sports media member in the land. I can't wait for it. Uh, Props to Joe Kenzie and the OutKick crew for setting this up. I think we're going to have odds once they reach the Elite Eight. We're going to have an odds market going forward. Uh, Texas has now been open for two weeks. Do you remember all of the discussion that was out there what Joe Biden called Neanderthal thinking for the state of Texas to open up all of its businesses 100%. Remember on April 5th the Texas Rangers are going to have a full stadium for fans who want to go watch the Rangers play on April 5th for their home opener. Well, what has happened in Texas? The number of cases have continued to plummet. The number of hospitalizations have continued to plummet. The number number of overall people out there who are impacted by COVID has continued to plummet. And let me also say this if you look at the data California is inching ever closer to the exact same numbers as Florida when it comes to percentage of COVID deaths. California which locked down and has a massive unemployment rate is nearly identical to the state of Florida when it comes to deaths per million residents particularly uh, interesting here is Florida residents are much older than California meaning that lockdowns had absolutely no benefit all they did was destroy the economy they didn't actually make anyone safer the data is straightforward transparent and tells us a easy to comprehend story all you have to do is look at the basic data we have got Neanderthal thinking that is actually triumphing over lockdown thinking which is what people would have hoped for. Uh, Murders. This is unfortunate. Murders in the year 2020 surged by 30% in the 34 largest cities in America so far that have been analyzed. That is the largest increase in murders that is on record as ever occurring in our country ever. What happened that could have fueled 
that murderous spiral I'll tell you defund the police became the clarion call of the land. Everyone out there who argued to defund the police has blood on their hands because the cities with the most active Black Lives Matter protests are the cities with the highest rate of murder increase. With those protests came thousands of additional lives thousands of people who would have otherwise been alive if the police had been able to do their job are now deceased. And almost no one is even willing to talk about the fact that defund police is the dumbest argument that has ever been made in my opinion in my life in America. Defunding the police is the exact opposite of what we need. We need more police and we need more police empowerment so they can make as many people as possible safe in the country. What happened was pretty straightforward and transparent and not in any way complicated. The police lost their ability to enforce the law and when that happened the bad guys ran rampant throughout our cities and states and racked up an unbelievable litany of violent crime. And this is a pathetic failure that everybody should have to answer for. Thousands of murders most of them of minorities most of them of black people has all spiraled together and stacked up because police are not being allowed to do their job. Defund the police is a totally failed idea and anyone who argued it should be held accountable in the marketplace of ideas certainly at the ballot box from a political perspective. But the data is the data. People get mad at me because I don't buy into the prescribed narrative. I actually tell you what the numbers say as opposed to what the media tells you that you should be thinking murders up 30% in our 34 biggest marketplaces. All right. I want to tell you right now notice this chair right here. I work all day long. I got a radio show. I got a TV show. uh, I've got a a website. Massive business to run. Lots of employees. Lots of people who rely on me being able to be at my peak performance. Do you know how I help do that? With X-Chair. You can go right now to xchairclay.com That's the letter X chairclay.com A lot of you are working from home. A lot of you have brand new home offices that you're filling out. Maybe with your stimulus checks you're trying to figure out what can I do to make myself more productive? Well, building a home office might well be the answer and if you do so you need to get in the most comfortable chair that I've ever had. Lower lumbar support can also adjust massage chair comfort it's phenomenal. Get hooked up like I am and make yourself as productive as you possibly can just in time for that stimulus check to arrive. Great deals at xchairclay.com Let me repeat that one more time for you. xchair the letter x chairclay.com Get hooked up right now. All right, I'm fired up about this story. Uh, Andrew Cuomo who is currently under an impeachment investigation for potentially thousands and thousands of deaths that his order caused when he sent COVID-infected patients back into nursing homes and who also is under investigation for a series of sexual harassment allegations did something that uh, doesn't surprise me but should be a major media story even though it hasn't yet turned into one. Uh, Andrew Cuomo allowed for all of the rules to be bent so that his brother 
Chris Cuomo, a CNN anchor, could find out whether or not he had COVID. They broke all the rules when there were almost no tests available in New York State. Andrew Cuomo sent New York State troopers and doctors to go do a sample test of his brother Chris, the CNN anchor then got a police escort to the lab in Albany so they could do a rapid test result to see whether or not Chris Cuomo had COVID. This is exactly what a news organization like CNN should be covering. This is why they shouldn't have ever had Andrew and Chris Cuomo on the show together. And also, this represents everything that journalists are supposed to rail against. Those in positions of power utilizing their influence to get opportunities from political figures that they are covering in order to be able to take advantage of their elite status. Do you think that it's a coincidence that CNN was fine with Chris Cuomo having Andrew Cuomo on the television every single night when he was actually helping to bolster his overall approval ratings and cheerlead his performance during the COVID crisis but as soon as all this nursing home data came out and as soon as all of these sexual harassment claims came out and as soon as it turns out that he, the governor was giving preferential treatment to his younger brother the CNN news host as soon as all of that comes out CNN suddenly decides you know what it would be inappropriate for Chris Cuomo to be covering his brother Andrew because there is a major bias at play. Yeah! No kidding! But you can't acknowledge the bias as a factor only when negative news exists and pretend there is no bias when you are allowing the brother of the governor of New York Chris Cuomo to boost his brother Governor Andrew Cuomo when they believe the news is positive. I think I really do believe this I think CNN should have to fire Chris Cuomo over this story because it calls into question every element of their opinion-based programming that they were allowing one of their employees to get beneficial treatment from a politician that was appearing on their air daily without disclosing any of that especially because CNN made Chris Cuomo's testing positive for COVID into a massive story that they milked for ratings related gains. All of this is a total sham. CNN should be responsive and responsible to its viewers. Think about this for a minute. Just want to give you this analogy. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had allowed Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson to receive the COVID vaccine or early COVID treatment before anyone else in the country could get it and Fox News found out about that even while Donald Trump was appearing as a guest on their television programs and they tried to defend Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson or Laura Ingram or anybody else for that preferential treatment and said that they did nothing wrong. Can you imagine the media reaction to that situation? That's exactly what happened here and yet you get crickets from everyone about what CNN did in this situation 
I think it's flat out shameful. Finally, I didn't watch uh, the entirety of Joe Biden's presser on his 65th day as president because I had to go pick up my kids uh, at school, my kindergartner and my fourth grader because as I mentioned to start off this show they were getting out early uh, with all of the potential weather conditions that are sweeping through uh, the mid-state area, the Nashville area of Tennessee where I live. But um, I think the most, uh, the most ridiculous part of the Joe Biden presser and look, I always think press conferences are smart for leaders to do. I think you should have to respond to questions sometimes difficult questions even if these questions weren't very uh, challenging uh, because I do it basically every day, right? I try to respond to questions uh, from, from listeners, emails we take calls on the radio show uh, I never know exactly what those comments are going to be uh, but to me Joe Biden deciding to say that the filibuster is now racist despite the fact that he regularly filibustered against things that he disagreed with while he was a senator as did Barack Obama is fundamentally a lie and it's a lie at its most basic level and it's a lie that's designed to increase the overall power that exists and I would just say this the Senate is supposed to keep things from swinging one direction or the other wildly on a year-to-year basis and a president-to-president basis. It's supposed to keep things moderate. If you eliminate the filibuster the Republicans will be in control of the Senate and the House potentially as soon as three years from now. You are eliminating the checks and balances that have helped to keep the car between the lines on the interstate. And we saw how quickly this blew up on the face of Democrats when it came to Brett Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and also to Amy Coney Barrett when Donald Trump got three different nominations to the Supreme Court in one term. And now the same thing might well happen again. If they are going to change the rules what you have to keep in mind is you are going to lose as much and maybe more as you gain by changing the rules at play and the rules at stake here. I think Joe Biden is not going to run again in 2024 and that Kamala Harris is not a very good candidate and that she will lose if the Republicans pick a decent nominee in 2024. That is also likely to be a Republican Senate and a Republican House as well. Whatever you do now it's going to get reversed in a few years. That is almost a certainty. I don't like the idea of changing rules in a massive way because I like the idea of politicians mostly staying out of my way. I'm running a business. I know how to do it. I believe in the power of individuals not in the power of government. I want individuals to have the power to make good choices not for bureaucrats to make choices for them. That my friends is the opposite of what would happen if the filibuster gets eliminated. All right, I love all of you. Get your bets in. $5 to win $150. $5 bet. New users. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Sweet 16 is this weekend. Saturday and Sunday that bet is going to be available to all of you. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me. This is Outkick the Show. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Get your bets in now. Thank you. Kisses.